Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. May the Lord speak to you in this teaching, and I believe that you will know the Holy Spirit more, and you can fellowship with the Holy Spirit. It's so important. To commune or to fellowship with the most important person in the whole universe on this planet Earth, that is the Spirit of the Almighty God. Let us pray, Father. We thank you, Lord, that you will teach us through the Word, and may you, Lord, reveal the truth and the light of heaven, Lord. We come to you and ask you, Lord, to open our eyes to see the truth. And open our ears to hear what you want to say, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Let us talk more about walking and fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. The Bible clearly says that the Lord wants us to live a life filled with the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians, chapter five, verse eighteen, "Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery." Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. I would like to encourage you to be thirsty and hungry for the Spirit of God, and learn how to be filled with the Holy Spirit all the day of your life. Not just only one-time experience, but is an ongoing experience. When I went to church on Sunday, every Sunday, I worship the Lord and I ask the Lord to fill me with the Holy Spirit. When I begin to teach the Bible, or when I minister to people, I ask Him to fill me with the Holy Spirit. I yield and surrender to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the divine person who gave us the manifestation of the power of God, or we call the gifts of the Holy Spirit. He also called us to do things for Him on this planet Earth. God may call some of you to be a businessman who supports the kingdom of God financially. Some of you may be called to be a worship leader or worship singers. Or some of you, God call you to minister to children. Or some of you may be evangelist. All of us have specific calling from God, but as He call us to do something, He also give us. The supernatural ability, or spiritual gifts, the Holy Spirit is the one who manifests Himself through us, so that we can fulfill the calling of God in our life. My training was neurosurgery, but because God calls me to be a pastor and preacher, the Holy Spirit works in me and through me to pastor people to. Minister to people to be shepherd of the flock of God. Also, give me the supernatural ability. The Bible says in the book of Romans, chapter eleven, verse twenty-nine: For God's gifts and His call are irrevocable. In other words, His plan for our life is not changed. He will not withdraw the plan, and as He gives us the calling and the plan, He also 
worked through us by the Holy Spirit working in our life. Therefore, when we yield to the Holy Spirit, when we live a life that really pleases the Holy Spirit and also filled with the Holy Spirit, He can work in us and through us even at a greater level, a greater dimension. The gifts of the Holy Spirit will never leave us as long as we still believe in Jesus Christ and we still really want to do the will of God. But there are problems with humanity, even believers. We as believers can really neglect the Holy Spirit or resist the Holy Spirit. One way that we resist the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to leave us is to totally deny Jesus Christ in our life. In other words, we just walk away from faith. We have no relationship with Jesus anymore. And when that happens, the Holy Spirit will leave us and the calling stop because we are not God's children anymore. But that is a rare condition. Another condition that can happen to believers is that we live a life that grieve and neglect the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is with us, but He is quenched, He is grieved, and He cannot do a lot of work through our life. There is a story in the Old Testament about a king who really rejected God, who really grieved God. In 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 11, the Bible talks about King Saul. Let me read for you. I am grieved, I mean God. He was grieved that I have made Saul king because he has turned away from me and has not carried out my instructions. Samuel, Samuel was a prophet who anointed Saul to be the king. Samuel was troubled and he cried out to the Lord all that night. The Bible said that King Saul really rejected God. He was rebellious against God. He did not want to obey God. And the Lord was grieved by his behavior and his attitude. What happened next? 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 14. Now the spirit of the Lord had departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord tormented him. In fact, the evil spirit did not come from God, but it means that the Lord allows the Holy Spirit to come and torment him. We have choices in life. For me, I choose to follow God 100%. I choose to serve God. I choose to have the fellowship with the Holy Spirit. I want to have more anointing, more power from Him, more grace, more wisdom from Him. I want to serve Him. I want to fulfill the calling of God in my life. But there are believers who really walk away from God. There may still be believers, but they don't want to have anything for the kingdom. They don't want to obey the instruction of the Lord and they quench the Holy Spirit. In the Old Testament time, the Holy Spirit was not in the life of believers, the Jewish people, but He was on to anoint somebody to be kings, prophets, and priests. And that's why for King Saul, the Holy Spirit departed from him totally. And he opens the door for evil spirit to come in to torture or torment him. But now in the New Testament time, if you are still born again, 
the Holy Spirit is still in you. The Holy Spirit anointing is still on you because God's gifts and the calling of God upon your life is irrevocable. But what happened? You quench him. You really cause him to be grief, and he cannot work in you and through you very well because you make your own choice. God gave us free will. As David was being anointed by Samuel to become a new king, the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. My brother and sister, we should not follow the footstep of King Saul. We should be like King David, who say, "Oh, don't let the Holy Spirit depart from me. Oh Lord, give me a new heart. Give me a heart yearning for the Holy Spirit." I would like to encourage you to have a hunger and thirst for the infilling of the Holy Spirit. You develop the fellowship and the communion with the Holy Spirit. You talk to Him all the time. You honor Him. You respect Him. You respond to Him, and you obey Him. You live a life of submission toward Him. We can receive the Holy Spirit when we are born again, and after that, we want to be filled at the higher measure. We want Him to come upon us, and we are like a boat with sails, and the Holy Spirit is like the wind. And we can receive the wind of the Spirit, who breathe on us and push us toward the destiny that God has prepared for us. We need to yield to the wind of the Holy Spirit, and He will really propel us forward toward the will of God. Our relationship with the Holy Spirit is like a married relationship. That's why God called the church the bride. And the Lord Jesus, the groom, in marriage, we make a vow with our spouse at the altar before the Lord. We actually give ourselves to our spouse. We surrender to our spouse, and our spouse surrender to us. We want to build a family, and in that married relationship, we need to have unselfishness and. Loving surrender, marriage will not work without practicing the unselfish act, commitment, and surrender. And when we make the decision to surrender, to commit, and to have the unselfish act, a unique bond of relationship is built in the married life between a husband and a wife. But if we Start to say, "No, I'm not going to commit anymore. I'm not going to surrender anymore. I'm going to be selfish. I'm going to live for myself." A barrier going to happen in that marriage relationship, and the union will begin to crumble. Only total surrender brings total communion, and total surrender produces love and understanding and unity. How can we restore a broken relationship? We must be flexible, surrender, and yield, and show respect. And when we surrender in the relationship, then the love and commitment start to be revealed. The moment we surrender to the Lord, 
He will fill us with the Holy Spirit. In order to live a life that filled with the Holy Spirit, we need to make a decision to practice a total surrender to Christ and a willingness to embrace His precious Holy Spirit. Total surrender brings total infilling, and total submission brings total fellowship. I want to say all these things because I want to make sure you know how to live a life filled with the Holy Spirit. You can work with the Holy Spirit, walk with the Spirit. Again, the word surrender, the word submission, the word fellowship, and commitment. All these words are related to the word relationship. We have deep relationship with the Holy Spirit. He is the person, just like in a marriage. We get to work at this relationship every day. I make a decision to love my wife, submit to her, to listen to her, and she listen to me and submit to me every day. It takes work. It takes effort to do that. It takes decision and commitment. And in the same way, we should work on this attitude every day that we're going to surrender to. The Almighty God, submit to Him, commit our life to Him, communicate with Him every day. What happens to a marriage when one partner ignores the other? After a period of time, bitterness begins to enter the heart of the spouse, and it results in separation, divorce, and hatred. How can a partner or a spouse mend? That broken relationship, all it takes is a fresh surrender that comes from his very soul, and a renewing of the vow. The same thing will happen if we neglect the Lord, if we just ignore the Lord, grieve the Lord, and really resist Him. The fellowship with Him will be cut off like the children of Israel in the wilderness in the time of Moses, the Hebrews. Began to complain against the Lord. They stopped seeking God, and their hearts became hardened. They start to walk away their, from their relationship with the Lord. They forsook Him, and this story of the time of Moses is a good lesson to us. Therefore, we should not let a day go by without a fresh surrender to the Lord. Every day we wake up, we say, "God, thank you so much for everything you have done for me. Lord, I surrender to you. I'm so thankful. I submit to you. Let your will be done in my life, not my will, but your will. Lord, I commit my life to you." If you have that kind of lifestyle and attitude, you can be filled with the Holy Spirit easily. The book of Numbers, chapter 14, verses 1 to 3. The Bible talk about the Hebrews, the children of Israel, their attitudes toward God really grieved the Lord. So all the congregation lifted up their voices and cried, and the people wept at night, and all the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron, and the whole congregation said to them, "If only we had died in the land of Egypt, or if only we had died in this wilderness." Why has the Lord brought us to this land to fall by the sword, that our wife and children should become victims? 
would it not be better for us to return to Egypt? The children of Israel complained against God. They resisted God. They grieved the Lord, and they walked in doubt, in unbelief. My brother and sister, if we want to please the Lord, if we want the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire to be with us all the time, we need to please Him by walking by faith, by surrendering to Him, submitting ourselves to Him. He is our Lord. He is our King, and we also make. A commitment toward Him. Say, God, I'm going to serve You. I'm going to do Your will. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. This is the way I live. All these 40 years of my Christian life, I submit to God. I'm hungry for God. I surrender to Him. Whatever He say, He say, turn right. I turn right. He say, turn left. I turn left. He told me to produce a lot of teachings and put in the internet to feed His sheep. I do it. No if and or but. I say, Lord, I gonna obey you. I'm gonna do your will. And I notice that as years have gone by, the infilling of the Holy Spirit in my life has increased, and I can be more blessing to the lost, to the hurting, to the sick, to the oppressed, and the anointing in my life keep increasing, so that I can preach the gospel with more anointing. I surrender. I submit. I commit. This is a very important attitude that I compare to the married relationship between a husband and a wife. Second Corinthians chapter four verse sixteen say, "Therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day." The Bible says that outwardly, physically, outside we get older every year. Some of us may have lost some hair. Some of us may be less tall because our spine shrink. But inwardly, inwardly, the Holy Spirit work inside of us. He renew us day by day to have more faith, more love, more anointing, more wisdom, more power, and the gifts of God becomes more stronger and stronger. That we can help more people. I tell you the truth, my brother and sister. I agree with the Bible, which says, "It is more blessed to give than to receive." I ask God, give me more finances so I can give more. Lord, give me more anointing, and I know that the anointing comes from the Holy Spirit. That I surrender to the Holy Spirit, more anointing so that I can help the sick, the poor, the hurting. The lost and dying world, and when I heard the testimony that somebody get healed, somebody get saved, somebody get delivered from demons, somebody really get delivered from death through the New Hope International Church Ministry, oh, I'm so happy! I'm so delightful! It's just more blessed to give. That's why I want more of the Holy Spirit. I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and I can help more people. Surrender must be continual, a never-ending emptying of ourselves to the Lord. Lord, I decrease; you increase. Lord, Lord, I no longer live, but you live in me. I surrender to you. Fill me, Lord. And if you can 
make that decision all the time, all the days of your life, then we will experience God's perfect union, fellowship, understanding, and love. And we can live a life filled with the Holy Spirit. Every time we worship the Lord, we say, God, pour your Holy Spirit on me. I surrender to you. I want to serve you. I want to live for your will. The destiny that you have ordained for me, Lord, use me, Lord. I surrender to you. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 17 to 18, the Bible says, Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. What is the Lord's will? Don't be foolish. What is the Lord's will? I tell you, something that is better than a million dollars, something that is better than a nice house and a nice car. What is that? That is the person named the Holy Spirit. That's why the Lord's will is, verse 18, do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit who is in you can guide you, empower you, and bring prosperity, success, and fruitfulness to you. I choose the Holy Spirit more than money. I choose the Holy Spirit more than anything else. It is God's will for us to be continually filled with the Holy Spirit. And in order to be filled with the Holy Spirit in the church service or during the prayer time, we make a decision to commit to Him, surrender to Him, submit to Him. And we relax in order to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Don't be uptight, don't fight, don't resist. Just relax like a patient allowed the doctor to inject the anesthetic medication into the body and perform surgery. It's like learning how to swim. We need to relax and learn how to float in the water, the rivers of life. Flow with the wind of God. We surrender, we yield to the Holy Spirit. We relax. We do not need to force ourselves or try to fall in love when we meet our mate. In the same way, we don't have to force ourselves to love the Holy Spirit. When we love and surrender to the Holy Spirit, it's not difficult to surrender to Him and to receive His infilling, His power. He will fill us again and again and again every Sunday in every care group. We wait for Him with an open arms and we receive Him into our life with hunger and thirst. The infilling of the Holy Spirit comes when we really pray and ask Him. Jesus said, ask and it will be given to you. Jesus said, the Father on earth will not give scorpion to their children. How much more the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him. Therefore, we need to ask the Father to pour the Holy Spirit on us. Amen. So, in this teaching, in conclusion, God wants us to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We need to have the attitude of surrender, submission, and commitment. We need to relax. We need to ask. And we do need to make a decision. I'm going to live for God. The calling of God in my life is going to be fulfilled by the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, fill me 
every week, every day, I surrender to you. I'm hungry for you. I'm like a boat with a sail that I'm going to flow with your will, Lord. And if you can do this, you will live a life filled with the Holy Spirit until the last day of your life. Next time, in the next session, I will talk more about how to pray to receive the Holy Spirit. So please listen to the next teaching and please like and subscribe to the New Hope International Church YouTube channel. God bless you. Let us pray together. Father, I pray, Lord, that you will fill all of us with the Holy Spirit on a regular basis, Lord, on a weekly and daily basis. Lord, help us to surrender to you, commit to you, submit to you. Lord, we want to be a faithful bride and the Lord Jesus Christ is the loving groom toward us, Lord. We surrender to the groom. We surrender to your will, Lord. We don't want to be like King Saul, Lord. We don't want to be like the children of Israel in the time of Moses. We don't want to complain. We don't want to walk in unbelief, Lord. Lord, we come to you by faith. We surrender. Pour your Holy Spirit on us, Lord. In Jesus' name, Lord, fill us, teach us, train us how to walk the life filled with the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. I will see you in the previous teachings of this series and the future teachings as well. We will keep producing the teaching that will help you to develop a lifestyle of walking and living in the Spirit. God bless you. We love you and we pray for you. Amen. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Thank you.